Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Korach. Tavshim Pei Gimel, just scheduling note. Um, this will be the last uh, shear here in Beit Shemesh for a couple of, uh, couple of weeks. I'm traveling next week uh, to camp. So next week there won't be a shear. The following week uh, there will be shearim from camp um, that will be uploaded. So the following week, which is a double Parsha in Chutz Laaretz, I'll do both Chukas Balak, because I'll miss Chukas next week here in Eretz Yisrael, but the following week will be Chukas Balak, and then there will be shearim uh, through Parshas Re'eh. In, uh, in Chutz Laaretz, by the Shem, hopefully not, Mashiach will come before that, it'll all be back here. But, uh, if not through Re'eh, then Shoftim will be traveling back, and then we'll pick up Kiseitse, probably the next year in person, um, in, uh, here in, uh, Beit Shemesh. Uh, but again, next week there won't be a Shear. Um, those listening in Chutz Laaretz, you won't miss one, because then there'll be Korach, if you're listening to this the following week, and then Chukas, uh, and then Chukas Balak, which are never together here in, uh, Eretz Yisrael. Also tonight's Shear is the Lili Nishmas, my mother. Uh, Chanasar Batsarab Michal Shimon. This is the last Parsha Shear, uh, before the 11th month. Um, last week, uh, next week I stopped saying Kaddish. Uh, the Shear should be an Ilui Neshama. Okay, so let's get into Parsha's Korach. Ba'ika Korach. Ben Yitzar, Ben Kahas, Ben Levi, Korach takes. And all the Mepharshim ask, every single one, what did he take? It doesn't say what he took. It just says that he took. Ba'ika Korach. Ben Yitzar, Ben Kahas, Ben Levi, V'dasam Aviram. And Ba'yakumu, they stood in front of Moshe. What exactly did he take? Rashi quotes, look in the Medrash. Very unusual for Rashi to say that. Rashi says, Parshazu Yafin and Rashi's Ben Medrash Rabbi Tanchuma. Right, Rashi gives a rating here. He says it's a it's a great great medrash. Look in Medrash Rabbi Tanchuma. Okay, but then he quotes his own shot. Korach, what did he take? He took himself to one side of the of the machlokas. to complain about the kahuna, to complain that he didn't get the kahuna, and that's what Uncle says. He took himself. He separated himself. So he took, that's one shot. Rashi says, another shot. Right, he convinced, he took those and convinced them with his words, uh, as the Pazakh says, But if you look in the source number one, Igor Dekala, which is the Bnei Saswa's commentary on Chumash, so he has a couple of shatim, I gave you one. Oh, Yomar, he says, maybe we also have to be Medayik, uh, in what Chazal also already said, Ve'ikah Karach, Ben Yitzhar, Ben Kahas, Ben Levi. That's where it stops. Goes back three generations. And only three. Says the, Igritakal. Yesh Lafarish Inyan Alakichahu. Let me explain what the taking is. Dihine, Hayetzahara, Zedarko, Kolayom, Lufatosadam. It's the derech of the Yetzahara to try to seduce us. Lasos averos baomro shezem mitzvah. None of us want to do any averos. <laughs> we were too smart for that. So you know what the Yitzhara does? He dresses up an avera as a mitzvah. He dresses it up. He convinces us that we're doing a mitzvah. Vahamaskil yisbonein alzeh shumitarmes hayetzavasach bulosav. And the and the smart one, the wise one, will will understand and recognize that it's not. It's not something that we should be involved in. We're, we're uh, rationalizing. And we're defending and explaining, but it's really not something that we should be involved in. Korach had himself convinced that what he was doing, Korach was a big Tamar Chacham. So he convinced himself that he was doing a mitzvah. 
Shahayu misave karakvadasu la avoda avodas kehuna bikarbanos. I want to do the avoda. The avoda is special. The avoda is, is, uh, a mitzvah. The avoda brings me closer to Agadish Baruchu. So he convinced himself. Vihine. Hasimin halzeh imhu be'amar mitzvah o be'imhu mitzvah o imhu mitamase yetzer. What's a litmus test? How do you know whether it's a mitzvah or it's just the Yitzhar addressing it up as a mitzvah. Kishayavchin ha'adam ba'atzmo. A person has to analyze and think to himself. Im gadla tshukaso kolkach l'shara mitzvahs. Gamkein. Do I have the same excitement and the same uh, taiva and shuka to do other things like I want to do this one? Or is this one different? For some reason, you know, this one is pushing me much in relative terms, much more than any other mitzvah in the Avodas Hashem system. Right, Tzitzis, Tzvillin, and Torah, those are for sure mitzvos. Do I have the same, is there a parallel excitement? See, if I'm excited about Tzitzis and Torah and Tzvillin and whatever I have to do, then fine. Trust yourself, it's a mitzvah. But if I recognize that I don't have the same desire for other mitzvahs, then we have to recognize that this is just a desire for personal. Right, then it appears, it's going to bring me down. Right, it's only... Um, uh, convincing me. That's the Mesorah, says the Bnei Yisachar, that we have. And when we recognize this, that there's something pulling me here, you know, and I could, you know, um, somebody, you know, we just mentioned, um, people can be convinced that, that, that they're right in shul often. You know, whether it's a certain kibud, you know, whether I have, I have the nicest voice. It's the greatest kavod atfilah if I'm the chazan. It's the greatest kavod atfilah. I'm, I'm totally the shem shamayim. And I will make sure, you know, is it, is it really? Are you excited about that position as you are about other positions? So, and when we recognize this, we have to strive for the truth. We have to be as true as we can be, because that's what we're about. Midas ha'emes. Midas ha'emes is what has to guide us. So what did Karach do? Vayikach Karach, now the top left. He took Ben Yitzar, Ben Kahas, Ben Levi. He didn't he didn't take his family genes up until Yaakov. He only took it until Levi. And Yaakov is Midas HaEmes. So he didn't, he didn't look properly into what his, his real Ratzon was. What is Levi? Levi is Sheva Levi. It's the Avoda. It's the Karbanos. Oh, I'm Levi. He didn't go far enough. He only took himself three generations back. And that's what he took. He took something, but he didn't go so far back. We have to take as far as we could go in terms of our yichus for our benefit. And the Chavetz Chaim, we mentioned this years ago, at least a decade ago, the Chavetz Chaim's idea in Parshat Baloscha, it's the same message about mitzvahs and averas dressing, dressing up like the other. The Yitzhahara again knows, says the Chavetz Chaim on the Pasig in Zechariah, which is the Haftorah for Parshas Baha'aloscha and also Shabbos Hanukkah. So the Pasig says that Yoshua Kohen Gadol uh, had a vision, Vahasatan Omid al Yemino Lasitno. 
and the Satan was standing on his right side. And the Chavetz Chaim is bothered. Usually the right side is the positive good side. And the left side is the negative pulling down side. So why here does it say the Satan was on his right side? So the Chavetz Chaim says, The Satan is usually on the left side. The side of Tumah. And usually the right side, the good side, the Yitzhatov side is on the right. So why here is it flipped? Why here is it switched? So says the Chavetz Chaim El line 8. The Satan. The Satan appears in three different places in Tanakh. He's always trying to trip us up in some way and not believe in ourselves. He wants to pull us to the left. And if he does that, great. But if the Yitzhah realizes, He can't pull us to the left. We're too smart. Excuse me, we're too smart for that. He pulls us right. He'll dress up a mitzvah like an Avera. Same thing that was said in the Igra de Kala, a little bit uh, uh, similar, overlapping to the uh, Chavetz Chaim, that he dresses it up. And we have to be so focused and so wise. Thirteen. So he can't get us to the left side, so he'll dress up an Avera and put it on the right side. And the Satan will be al Yamino Lisitzno. It's the same idea. For example, Yitzar Meir Satan Babokim Mishasa. He'll wake you up early. You have to go to Shul and Davin Tfilah B'Tzibur. And you have to go. And what sometimes what happens? Not so much early in the morning because maybe we're half sleeping. But I'll wake up early in the morning and we'll sit in Shmuz all the time that we're in Shul. And we'll talk Lashonar. It's a mitzvah. And, and we'll stay up very late the years in yeshiva, and we'll learn late at night. Let's see how the chakras is the next morning. There has to be a balance. There has to be, you have to make sure that there's no downside, no risk factor. He couldn't get him to the left side. So he put it on the right side. Same idea, but again, that's going back to Korah. Korah thought he was doing the right thing. He didn't think he was evil. He didn't think he was a Russia. He thought he was, he thought there was, uh, all in his, you know, appropriate, um, right to claim that Moshe was taking too many positions for his own family. We have to recognize what's a mitzvah and what's not a mitzvah. Okay. So we continue, and Karach tells us in Perak Design Pasa Gimel, you have it there in source number three, Kikala Eda Kulam Kedoshim. Everybody's holy. Socham Hashem. Hashem is amongst all of us. Ubitocham, Dafko, Ubitocham, right? Vishachanti Bisocham. Umadua Tisnasua Kalashem. Why do we raise ourselves? Why do you raise yourself up? Um, Vikahalashem. Rev Pinkus points out, Miparchazula Madnu Dover Nifla. This is the only type of story of its kind in the Torah. People complaining based on jealousy. There is Taiva, there's other Averis. This covid, maybe Kayan, right? That's the root of it all. But throughout the desert, throughout the years after the original Sefer Bracia sins, right? There is you don't find other people complaining of this. We know Amisrael has different levels. 
Kohanim, Levim, V'Yisraelim. Be'emes b'derech ha'teva alul o'er kinah. The fact that there are different designations in Am Yisrael, that should breed jealousy. We should have had a lot of examples of this type of problem in in the Midbar, throughout history. I want to be a Kohen. And it's it's not common. We don't find it. They complained about bread, and they complained about slav, and they complained, they complained about meat and other things, and they complained about Eretz Yisrael. But not Pefeirish Kinnah, complaining about their position. By the fact that this was the only Misa, we realize the Maila in this regard. She lule maisa korach efshay alomer beemes she beemes a yisibo she matzavlo yoverkina. Right? You might have thought that people don't recognize the different levels. We do recognize the different levels. There are different levels here, not different levels, different categories and different positions. Right? And even at Har Sinai, remember by Har Sinai, the Zakanim go to here and Aaron goes till here. Vayichan shemisol neged ahar, and yet we were united. Lulamdenu, says Rapinka, says, teaches us. We all have different positions. But if we recognize that, then we know that Hashem expects different things from each one of us, then Memela will be Samech Bechalkeinu. Lulamdenu, Sha'adam Ha'ose Mashat Sarech, Umargish Shimamali as Tafkidu Bishlemus. I'm doing what I have to do. This is my Tafkid. I'm a Yisrael. I'm supposed to get the Bracha. I'm not supposed to give the bracha. I'm not supposed to do the avodah. There's plenty for me to do as a Yisrael. Plenty. Lo shayach lo shumkina. What? I'm jealousy. That's. It's not. It's not for me. I feel with Misha Godel Bimenu. Even someone who is a Kohen or a Levi could call a kina shorsha. But Masha Margish Shachaserlo. Right. All of kina. The root is because I feel like I'm lacking something. I should have something and I don't have it. Val yedeze magia lekanei b'chaviro. So therefore, there leads to jealousy. If I do what I'm supposed to do, and I focus only on what is on my plate, so then right? Some of the Rishonim say on Losachmod in Pasha's Yisrael. Did you ever wake up? I never heard of anybody that that this happened to. The Rishonim say, you ever wake up and wish, you know, I can't believe I don't have wings. I wish I had wings. You know that bird? You know, why, why don't I have wings? I can't believe Hashem didn't give me wings. It's not fair. It's not fair I don't have wings. Nobody ever thinks that because they know a person doesn't have wings. A bird has wings and a person doesn't have wings. It's never, it's not on, it's not on my radar. It's not something that I would dream about because it's not Shaykh. And that's what we have to think about in all of our positions. Right? If we don't have something, it's not Shaykh to me. Like the Ebenezer's Marshal in Parshas Yisra about the princess and the pauper and the pauper and the peasant never th- dreams about marrying the princess. It's like, it's like the wings. And then Rafinkas quotes Zechari, he remembers. He says, the first time that men walked on the moon in 1969, there were two. There was one guy that went on, that walked, walked on the, on the moon. And one guy that stayed in the in the rocket ship. And Rapinka says that he asked his brother, how in the world did that guy stay in the rocket ship? He let the other guy walk on the moon and he stayed on the rocket ship? 
He says, How could he, how could he deal with that and the self-control? My brother answered me, says Rapinkus. This isn't a game. They're not playing. They're not playing. They each have a job. They did it together. They each have a job. I'm this and you're that. I'm going to be jealous. That's not my. I'm not supposed to walk on the moon. I'm supposed to allow. I'm supposed to make. I'm supposed to make it possible that my teammate would walk on the moon. But again, everybody has their own position, and therefore Korach is the only story like this. Korach is the only story. He had the kinna. He had the kinna. Okay, and then we have. We'll focus on the first couple of psukim. Next pasuk. Vayakumu milufnei Moshe. They get up in front of Moshe. All these people. Dasan Avira, Korach, Dasan Aviram, and Om Ben Pelas. And who else? Vayakumu milufnei Moshe. Vaanashim neisroch hamishim masayim two hundred and fifty men. Nesie Eida, very chash of people. Kriei Moed. Right. The Gemara says it's the members of the Sanhedrin. Anshe Shem. Vayikahalu. So the Imre Shefer of Shlomo Kluger is bothered by all of these action words. Is this talking about the same group? Vayikach is only on, on Korach, it's singular. And then Vayakumu... Right? That's talking about the 250. Vayikalu, Vayomer, is that all just going on everybody from above? Suggest of Shlomo Kluger, maybe not. Maybe there's a hint to the problem here. And we'll see Rabbi Sachs afterwards in source number five expands in the same vein. Source number four, the Imri Shefer, says of Shlomo Kluger, First it says Vayakumu. And then it's a vayikalu. Why doesn't it just say vayakumu vayikalu? They got up and they gathered on Moshe and Aaron, but it separates it. They got up in front of Moshe, and then it says vayikalu on Moshe and Aaron. It's the same, same, just put it together. Yeshlomer hakavana. Dechilakaya ben karachu eda. Not everybody in this machlakuso shel korach had the same kavanas. Everybody was in it for themselves. Everybody had their own tachlis for arguing. Ultimately, Korach was against Hashem. He knew that Hashem told Moshe to do this, but he wasn't going to say that out loud. But ultimately, it was kfira in the Bechira of Aaron HaKohen. He said that Moshe. But everybody else... It wasn't on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They, they, you know, they were going, Moshe, why'd you choose? L'chein rimei The Torah hints to it by giving different action words and noting that everybody on Korach's team wasn't in it together. Right? And that itself already reflects a lack of unity. Remember what it says in Pirkei Avos? What's the machlokas l'shem shamayim? Shamay v'hila? What's the machlokas l'shem shamayim? Korach? Va'adaso. What's that? Korach va'adaso. They're on the same team. It should be Korach and Moshe and Aaron. So the first should point out on the Mishnah. No, because even Korach va'adaso weren't on the same team. And that shows 
that it's totally unjustified. Right, he took himself. Don't think it was Moshe and Aaron against the whole group. No. Korach wasn't even with his own team. He was by himself. And when you have a Mokhlokas like that, it's never going to be successful. And it's never l'shem shamayim. It's never has a called a tachlis. V'zeu sh'amar akasa v'ika karchu lachaz atzmo l'sad acher mamish v'irer gamal akadish baruchu v'yakumu b'lefnei Moshe the kima shalahem was something, but everything was in it for themselves. Everybody was in it for themselves. Rabbi Sachs notes that it wasn't only different, but it was conflicting. It was conflicting. Ritsonos and claims. And again, that type of alliance never succeeds. But Sachs writes here in source number five, what was wrong? It sounds right. It sounds like everything should be split up evenly. On the bottom, there was a clear disconnection between what he claimed to want and what he really sought. Right? What he said on the outside and said on the inside were very different. Korach did not seek a society. On the next page. In which everyone was the same, everyone a priest. Right, what did he say? He wanted everybody to be equal. No. He was not, as he sounded, a utopian anarchist seeking to abolish hierarchy together. We're all equal. Right, he wasn't uh, an original, you know, kibbutz mentality. A socialist. No, he wasn't. He was in it for himself. He wanted the position. What was happening was more complex than that. There were two other groups involved. B'nai Ruvain, Dasan and Aviram, and 250 other Jews who were men of rank within the community, representative of the assembly of Achulu. They too had their grievances. B'nai Ruvain, we're the Bechar. We're the Bechar. What's Levi doing here? They had no special leadership roles. According to the Eben Ezra, they were upset after the Egel that they lost everything. It went to Levi. This was an unholy alliance and bound to fail since their claims conflicted. If we want to be on a team, if we want to be on the Am Yisrael team, we have to work together. We have to find what unites us, not only in terms of practical elements, but in terms of the goals. Right? They were each in it for their own power, not for the truth. Right? And that's what he quotes the Mishnah in Perkiavos. And he quotes, the rabbis did not conclude on the right side from the Korach rebellion that argument is wrong, that leaders are entitled to unquestioning obedience. Right? We never find in Judaism and Yadus that machlokis is a prayer problem. Right? In that mission, it doesn't say don't argue. Have shalom, don't argue. No. You could have a machlokis l'shem shamayim. That's fine. Right? Every perek in Shas Mishnayis has a machlokis except for one. Right, Ezel Makoman, which we say in the morning, that's one of the reasons we say it, besides the Karbanos also. But every parak has machlokas. I didn't research that, but that's what the Sfarim say. So I'm hoping it's true. So Judaism is a unique phenomenon, a civilization of all whose can- canonical texts are anthologies of argument. Everybody argues. And in the Tanakh, right, 
People argue. Argument is not bad. Discussion is not a problem. But the ultimate goal has to be the MS, has to be the truth. If it's about power, so then that's a problem that, that it takes away the whole essence and then that breaks, separates even those that are on the same side. And therefore we have to make sure whenever we go into an argument, it is L'Shem Shemayim. And he continues and expands on this as well. Okay, let's go to the next source, source number eight. Reblumenzweig, a Shishiva in uh, Yerucham. Kulam Kedoshim Ve'en Kadosh Kashem is the title. So Reblumenzweig, in his own creative style, as he always does here in his Farm Vizalachti Besochachem, he quotes that Korach was based on ideas that were true and that he learned from his past experiences. Me'iun b'divrei Korach, on the right side, nireh. Kilohimsi davar me'atzma. What did Korach say that was new? What did he say that was new? Kol mashetan rov alaman mimoshe. Moshe Rabbeinu agrees everybody is kadosh. Kaviachos zeo talmud hagun. Hadavik Bataras Rabba. So for example, what did Korach say? Rashis Korach Makib Musa Kedusha. Number one, Korach recognizes the idea of Kedusha. Right? Kedusha. He says sanctity. It's all about Avoda. Yesh Kedusha Ba'olam. Yesh Hofa'a Gavoa Yoser Mehametzius Hamuchashis Vanigles. There's a concept of sanctity that is beyond the physicality that we see. There's something called Ruchnius. There's something called Ruchnius and Kedusha. Karach recognizes that. Shainis, Karach Makir, Bishayachusa, Shel Kedusha, Lakai Yisrael. He recognizes that there's Kedusha that relates to the Jewish people specifically. Kfar B'Mamad Arsinai, no Markia Kedusha, Sheyachas Lakulam. Right? What did we say back at Arsinai? Veina Mofirak Pekerv Yechidi. Viatem Tiuli, Mamlachas Koanim, Vagai, Kadosh. We're Kadosh. We're a nation of sanctified individuals. So, Kulam Kedoshim is, is a good thing. And it's a truism. Shlishis, third, Korach Makir Bofata Shalak Kedusha B'Metzius. He recognizes that Kedusha is not just some, something that's theoretical up in Shemayim, but he recognizes it's here. Kedusha is involved in our life. There are measures in Shemayim. There's Kedusha in our lives. So Korach recognizes Kedusha. He recognizes that there is Kedusha that relates to Am Yisrael. He recognizes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is here. So what's the problem? They appear correct. If there's Kedusha that we are all connected to, so what's, what's the justification and the defense of Moshe and Aaron? So says Blumenzweig, Blumenzweig, there are two elements here. And again, others say it in other ways, but this is how he says it. There were two experiences that we had at our Sinai that really were opposite and they go against each other. But life's about the balance of the two. And the more we do one, we have to do one 
recognize one and then recognize the other. And then go back to recognizing one. And if we take one to an extreme, then we're going to lose it. Michad Gisa. On the one hand, Har Sinai taught us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is infinite and He's beyond us. And when He spoke to us directly, we died. And Hashem had a And then we died again. And the whole world stopped. Har Sinai, the first recognition, the first idea that we get out of Har Sinai is that... HaKadosh Baruch Hu is beyond. Michad Gisa, again, Bilti Musag Bishum Kinemida. He can't be measured. And that's the basis of the whole religion. We are finite and he is infinite. Harsinai taught us that. There's a cloud. Moshe's there. You can't go up on it. Prepare. Three days. That was an event like no other event in history. And Harsinai taught us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is separate, meromeim, and infinite. But on the other hand, what did Harsinai represent for us? The connection that Hashem wants to have with us. And that... In all of his infinitude, he wants to have a connection with man. Me'idach gisa, writes Rebbe Blumenzweig, Ma'ibad Harsinai nasa'imo t'chusha shel shayachus. Harsinai gave us a feeling of connection to Hashem. T'chusha shayufazu krov el adam. That Hashem is close to us. B'sofo shel davar. Without recognizing, without realizing, Shamu es kol Hashem, Shamu kulam Shamu dvarim b'sinai mipi agvura. Kvishetzina chav b'meshach adaros. So Hashem spoke to us. I showed us Sichem Eretz Mitzrayim. So Harsina had these two opposite, engendered these two feelings. Hashem is way up there, but Hashem creates a connection. Turning over. Dafka Karish Barachu, who is Gale Batur Hamotzimi Mitzrayim. So he create he the infinite created this connection. Life is about the balance. Life is about recognizing Hashem Hu Elohim and Edon Milvado and Huavinu, Hu Malkenu. This balance of the two. There's a danger though. There's a danger in the second aspect. If we believe that there's a connection, then we might violate the bounds. And we might go up the mountain that we're not allowed to go up. The second feeling amongst the two, right, has danger in it. If we're too buddy-buddy. What's Avodazara? I think the source of power and the God is with me, is physical, is in my world. And I can affect it, and I can be my on it, and I can bring presence to it, and in that way bribe it. That was Korach. Yeah, Kala Eda Kulam Kedoshim. 
he brought the Kedusha too far. He broke down the borders. He broke down the borders. Now, my sons tell me I was never in the Israeli army, but my sons tell me there's a concept called distance, or in Hebrew, distance, right, between the officer and his soldiers, an invisible line. Again, we, we don't have to go to the army for that, but that's, that's, and at the end of certain, you know, uh, relationships, like before you leave the army, it's called breaking the distance, breaking, you know, you, you kind of like, okay, relax with each. So there's a distance between a Rebbe and a Talmud also. There has to be. Between a rabbi and his kahila, there has to be buddy-buddy, but there also has to be that invisible line. Lahavdil, but it's not so lahavdil. It's Hashem lokech atira, l'rabbo tamani chachamim. We have to recognize that separation. Korach did not. Korach was so into Kedusha and he felt like he knows better than a Kedush Baruch Hu. Right? Remember the Midrashim? Right? A whole baggage of Tchelas. You need to put a string of Tchelas on this? Oh, come on. What kind of crazy mitzvah is that? Korach thought he knew better in the world of Kedusha. In the world of Ruchnius. Amnam Sada Karak Yeshta Kedusha Mufia Bemitsius Karak's right that there's Kedusha amongst us. Vishaychas the Kulam, Elashalotafas, but he did not recognize Kiosa Hofash Shonemi Komasha Notovs Mevinim. But it's different. It's different. Yocholios Olam Datim Romeim. Hamachadidas a Pairbe and a Bori Lolam. We could be Kadosh and still have the separation. Have the separation between us and Akadosh Baruchu. And on the top left now, Allah Adam Lichyos Eshneat Stadim. We have to live in both sides. We have to recognize the relationship and the distance. We don't have any. It's infinite. We have no idea. And yet he wants a relationship. We can't fathom that. We don't understand that. Rav Salvechik writes, maybe that's the point of a Birch Mitzvah, to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the infinite, would commanded us to connect to him through these actions that we, uh, that we do. And if you skip now to the next page, skip now to the next page on top, says Reb Blumenzweig, life is about this, this, this pendulum. First, we have to recognize the infinitude. And then recognize nobody talks to us. But then afterwards, after we recognize that connection and we start talking to him, we have to go back and say, wait, but he's infinite. Think again about the separation. And he says, that's, 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 we have so many examples in life. Every time we say a bracha, Baruch Hashem. We talk to Hashem as if He's straight. Right? Straight to Him. Baruch Hashem. And then all of a sudden, in every bracha, other Bali Musar point this out. All of a sudden, it's third person. We start off talking straight to Him, but then we recognize. Betoch in the same sentence. Right? Many of the Bali Musar talk about that's Av and Yira. The balance. Every second of our life. Two of the, two of the six mitzvahs tmidios are Av and Yira. Av brings us closer to Hashem. Yira, we jump from Hashem. Some of them suggest maybe that's what shuckling does. Shuckling, right? Ava, yira, ava, yira. Every time you shuckle, you get close. That's ava. You go back, it's yira. Why do we shuckle? We don't shuckle when we read a math book. Right? All of a sudden, Jews shuckle. Where does that come from? We're just trained. Just trained to shuckle? 
Well, that's, that's Ava and Yira. That's, that's infinite and, and connection. And that's life. Last paragraph. That's the goal of life. The goal of life is to recognize how far we are, but also to, wrestle, also to recognize how much he loves us. First, each one, back and forth, don't go too extreme. And of course, Karach went to one extreme. And that was the problem. Okay. So we've spoken a lot about the beginning. Let's continue and let's get to a little bit later on. A little bit later on, Moshe Rabbeinu finally gets upset. It takes a lot to make Moshe Rabbeinu upset. He finally gets upset. And he says, Moshe gets angry. Don't take their mincha. I never took one donkey of theirs. And I, and I wasn't bad to any of them. I didn't take one donkey. Rashi. Even when I slept, I, I didn't charge, I didn't charge the nation, I took my own. I paid my own way, says Moshe. I didn't take one of their donkeys. It's interesting, in the Haftorah you have a parallel Pasuk. Shmuel Hanavi, remember after Klai Yisrael asked for a king, and Shmuel got very upset, in the Haftorah, Shmuel says to all Klai Yisrael, It's Paralapasik. It's one of the reasons we read this, this Haftorah. Moshe and Shmuel. We'll come back to that. Let's see a Kharifus from the Chassam Sofer. Taurus Moshe. Taurus Moshe. Source number 11. Says the Chassam Sofer. Says the Chazam Sofer, there's a Medrash Plia. What's a Medrash Plia? Putting two things together and they seem to have no connection. Says the Medrash. At the end of Shola Melech's life, right, remember right before he was about to fight, he already killed out all the witches, but he needed a witch because he needed some, uh, to bring Shmuel back up from the dead. So he goes to, uh, to, um, Eindor, and he goes, finds a woman, and he dresses up, and then she doesn't know that she's, he's the king, and they bring Shmuel, he brings Shmuel back from the dead. He, Shmuel wants Shmuel to ask him, am I going to be successful tomorrow? And Shmuel tells him he's going to die. The Medrash says, Vamar, Reisi Elohim, Olim, right, and she says, oh, she, he's not upside down, so I know you must be a king. Shmuel, Aya, Yarei, Meyom Adin. The Medrash there tells us, you listen to our Shmuel, Shiurim. That Shmuel was nervous. He felt himself he was being brought by Shaul. He was nervous that he was being brought to judgment. So he brings Moshe Rabbeinu with him. So the Medrash says, when he gets brought back up from the dead, to testify that Shmuel did not change one letter in the Torah. Or, or Moshe didn't change one letter in the Torah. Not 100% clear. What's, what's, what's going on here? Right? What is, what does this have to do with, with our parsha In the Medrash. Vahupala. Venira. And what was, and what was it, what was Shmuel nervous about? He brings Moshe Rabbeinu? Why did he have to bring Moshe Rabbeinu? Why couldn't he just say, I, I kept the Torah? 
Shmuel Yada Shmuel knew that Shol the end was near. He was going to die in battle tomorrow along with his son. There will be a terrible chil Hashem that the Mashiach Hashem, the one that Shmuel anointed, was going to be killed. What, part of what, obviously, Shaul was killed for his sins. But why was Shaul there in the first place? Because B'nai Yisrael asked for a king. And it wasn't time to be the anoint David, so Shaul was king. So Shaul was being killed, it was a chil Hashem, but ultimately, maybe it was because of the fact that B'nai Yisrael asked for a king too early. And why was that? Why did they ask for a king too early? Because Shmuel's sons weren't following in his path. And B'nai Yisrael said, Shmuel, you're getting old. Who's going to follow you? We need a king. But the Gemara says, they weren't so bad. It's just that Shmuel himself set a very high bar. Shmuel set a very high bar. When he judged Klai Yisrael, he didn't just sit anywhere and they came to him. Remember, Kisham Beiso, Shmuel traveled the width and breadth of the land, making it easy for people. And his sons didn't do that. Sharak Bidrachov, line 11. Shay Misabi Meir Leir, Shalhochu, Shema Yayosham Bebesam, Viam Kane. So it was because of his own chasidus, his own piety, that he went around. That made his children look like they were on a lower level, so to speak, than him, according to Chazal. And that's why Klai Yisrael asked for a king. And that's why Shaul was king. And that's led eventually to L'chil Hashem that was going to be caused. Shmuel Hanavi is a little nervous. The L'chil Hashem that's going to happen tomorrow, if you go back six steps in history, maybe I had something to do with it. Because I had this high standard of traveling around and that led to my son's relatively not being viewed in the same light, and that led to B'nai Israel asking for a king, v'chulu, v'chulu. So you got Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu. L'kacha yehoi min adin, v'asi shaper. Abol yeshlomer, desamach atmal Moshe Rabbeinu. He brought Moshe. What did Moshe say? Lo chamor echad nasasi. Same type of lashon. Yishmuel is defending his practice of being totally asuk b'tzarach yitzibur. Moshe Rabbeinu is also. Same type of Lashen. Even gets into the Septuagint, they say, they change the letter to, to a Chemed, not Chamor. Then Moshe is going to say Chamor, like I said Chamor. Same, same defense. So that's how the Chsam Sofer explains the not changing a letter and Shmuel Hanavi and the connection between the Parsha and the, and the Haftor. It's a Harifus. It's a Harifus, that means a sharp thought explaining a Medrash, a Medrash plea. Let's talk about the Korach story for a minute. Besides Korach's Tainus. Right? Let's talk for a moment about the nace and why it was appropriate. Right? Opening up the ground, an earthquake, the P Ha'aretz, before in future Parshias where we'll get into the Piha Aton, the Piha Ason, the Vatifta Ha'aretz Piha. The land opened its mouth, and swallowed them. They were swallowed alive. And they were lost. Why is that the most appropriate punishment for Korach Vadaso? 
Why is that the most appropriate punishment? Says the Panim Yafos, Panim Yafos was the Baal Hafla, the Rebbe of the Chassam Sofer that we just saw. One of the Rebbeim. He had two Rebbeim, Rav Nassim Adler and the Panim Yafos. The Panim Yafos says, based on Midrashim, this type of Miso was appropriate for Korach because at root, the Misa Zuru Yalam Levimah Shekaz of Yalkut Bezos Teidun Shekafru B'Torah Shebalpeh Shenikra Zos. Zos is a reference to the Torah Shebalpeh that Moshe Rabbeinu gave. Korach was Kofar in Torah Shebalpeh. Vikvar Kasavnu. Kaf Alem Har Kegigis. This is unbelievable. Kavah Hashem held a mountain over our heads like a barrel. And what does Chazal say in Mesech HaShabbos? If you accept the Torah, great. If not, I'm going to drop this upon you. But one second. Remember the to- question, Tosfus and Mesechah's brachas? They accepted a Nasev and Ishma. What do you need? Kavalei Markagigas. So the Midrashim answer, they were ready to accept Torah Shebichsav. But Torah Shebapeh is much harder. You need much more investment, much more commitment. So what's Kavalei Markagigas? You accept the Torah Shebichsav. Torah Shebapeh? If you don't accept Torah Shebapeh, what's going to be? I'm going to drop the mountain on you. I'm going to bury you alive. That's Korach. Korach is the same idea. I'm sorry, I skipped. So it's the same idea of Kafalam Akigigis and Korach. And he says that's also the idea the Gemara says in Meshech HaShabbos. If anybody doesn't give appropriate hespid for a Tamil Chacham, they're roy to be buried alive. Why? Because a chacham is the source of Torah Shabbat Peh. All three the same. Korach, Kafal Markagigis, Misasal Bispedo Shalchacham. They're all a rejection of Torah Shabbat Peh. This is the punishment. That's appropriate. Mida Kenegan Mida. But, but he didn't explain why is that Mida Kenegan Mida. Torah Shabbat Peh, Kfura Mechayim, why? So one more piece of the puzzle. One more piece of the puzzle. If you look in the Chayi Moshe, or Moshe Bik, quoted from him in the past, he says the same idea, quotes the Hafla in the Psicha to his Sefer on, uh, on Ksubis, he says it also here. He says because there's one major Yisod of our religion that's only in Torah Shabbat If you think about the Yud Gimali Karm of the Rambam, Everyone, almost everyone, is, is, has its roots in the Torah. Belief in Hashem, Anoche Hashem Alkecha, Avodazara, the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu being different, Nevuah itself, Scharba Onesh, they're all in the Torah. They're all in the Torah Shibich Sav. Except for the last one. Tchias Amesim. Tchias Amesim is Merumaz. Chazal numerous times says, Mikam Tchias Amesim in the Torah. Oz Yashir Moshe. Yeah, but that's not Torah Shebech Sav. Tchiyas HaMesim is based on Torah Shebaal Peh. What's Tchiyas HaMesim? We go into the ground dead and we come out alive. That's Tchiyas HaMesim. If somebody rejects Torah Shebaal Peh, then Roi to go into the ground alive. Because they're rejecting Tchiyas HaMesim. We start off Every Amida, every Amida, three times a day. 
First bracha is just basically our connections, why we're able to stand in front of Hashem. Avos. What's the first thing we talk about? Because that's HaKadosh Baruch who runs the world in the different stages of the world. And that's why Korah, who rejected Torah Shabbal And the Yisod, the one Yisod that's only in Torah Shabbal is Tchiyas HaMesim. That's, you know, going in in one form and coming out in a different form. Korah rejected that. But that is what we believe. Ma'aminim, B'nai Ma'aminim. We believe in Tchiyas HaMesim. We believe in Torah Shabbal right? At a, at a Kfura, right? And at a Siyem, but at a Kfura. We see the special Kaddish of Tchiyas HaMesim because that is what we believe, that is what we focus. So the message that we could take from Korach is to have a moon in Tchiyas HaMesim. The message that we could take from Korach is that, right, the Gemara talks about all the Ramazim, but it's Torah Shavapeh and we accept it and we daven for it and we recognize that Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to have it happen. As Rav Dessler says, there's no difference from a Kodesh Baruch Hu's vantage point between making a flower grow and having Tchiyas HaMesim done. It's just, you know, what we're used to. You hear about someone that we're Zoha very soon to Geula, to Tchiyas HaMesim, to all of the uh, Yeshuos and Nevuos that are spoken about in all this farm of Tanakh with Hashem. We should be Zoha b'mhera v'yameinu. Again, schedule. Remember, next week there is no Shir. The following um, seven Shirim, I think, that Hashem will be um, from camp. Uh, again, there won't be a Zoom. They'll be put up. But again, in two weeks, there'll be Chukas Balak. It'll be a double Shir, so... Nehret Yisrael will also be able to get it uh, the following week um, as well. Okay, we'll stop here.